and good evening. I'm glad you can join us tonight. We're going to be in the Proverbs tonight. We're going to start in Proverbs 29, or verse 11, and we're going to read several other verses throughout the Proverbs, kind of skip around a little bit. Uh, probably going to be a short message tonight, uh, but a good message for us that maybe we need to hear uh, to be able to check ourselves to make sure we're not guilty of the things that we're talking about here tonight. Proverbs 29, 11. While you're turning to that, I want to give you a heads up uh, keep check on our Facebook page and the YouTube page. Uh, there's going to be a video coming out pretty soon with a couple of missionaries from Portugal uh, that I interviewed this week. Uh, once that video is ready, it's going to be published and you can kind of see a little bit about uh, what, what they're doing, how God's working in their life, and how God's uh, using our missionaries uh, to serve Him, and in particularly uh, in COVID, how uh, the things of COVID have affected uh, our missionaries as well as us here. So uh, keep an eye out on Facebook or YouTube for that video. It should be up in a few days. All right, Proverbs 29, verse 11 is where we'll start. Uh, we'll pray, uh, then we'll jump into the text and see what maybe God uh, wants to speak to us tonight. So let's pray. God, I come to you and thank you for these good words. And dear Lord, I pray that you'd help us to listen to them. Maybe we need to hear them. I pray that if we do, that we don't turn a deaf ear to them, that we don't disregard them, but God, we listen to them, that we examine our life and see if these things are speaking to us. And maybe, maybe God, there are some that are watching and listening and these words don't, don't apply to them. Maybe they're doing okay, dear Lord. Maybe they're not guilty of these things, but God, maybe there are some that are. Maybe uh, some of us, we read these things and we recognize that, boy, I'm, I'm guilty of that. So dear Lord, just make us aware of that if that's what's going on in our life so that we would turn from our foolishness and turn to you, dear Lord, and, and, and seek you, uh, dear Lord, and, and find your wisdom. And I ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, we're going to talk a little bit tonight about foolishness. Now, these verses may be good for you to hear, maybe not. Maybe you're not very foolish, or maybe you don't think you're very foolish, but uh, quick reading through the Proverbs may reveal uh, otherwise, we're going to look at a few verses, not all of the verses that deal with foolishness. There are lots of verses that deal with foolishness, and particularly in the Proverbs. I would encourage you to read the Proverbs if you never had. It's a short read. It's uh, 31 chapters. You could read through it in a month. You could do a chapter a day. Uh, but if you really want to read about foolishness, uh, at least focus on the second half of the, of the book, four, chapters 14 through the end of the book. There are a lot of different passages that come up through the Proverbs about foolishness. Now the good thing about the Proverbs is it's a lot of kind of random thoughts that are kind of strung together. It's not, uh, when I say random thoughts, I mean it's not like Judges where we've been reading through a story, let's say, where a whole chapter or a couple of chapters uh, covers one story. Uh, these are just kind of quick little bite-sized things that one may be on one subject and one may be on another when it comes to verses within the Proverbs. But tonight we're going to look at a few verses that deal with foolishness. Proverbs 29, verse 11. A fool gives full vent to his anger, but a wise man holds it in check. Now, anger is something that we probably all have to fight against. There's probably more of a tendency for some to be angry than others. There are probably some who get angry at, at the snap of a finger. Uh, the least little thing may happen, and some people's uh, anger level goes to 10 almost instantly. Uh, there are others who their anger level may get to 10 at some point, uh, but they might not have a hair trigger. They may not be quite as quick to uh, become angry, 
But I believe anger is something we probably all have to deal with in some way or another. Uh, even though some of us may do a better job of holding that anger in, there's always that temptation to be angry and to give full vent to our anger, to just let our anger out and just whoever's in our path, we just destroy them, we just attack them, whatever it may be, we don't care because when we are angry, we don't care about anything. And the Bible would call that foolishness. Now, we may not like to think of ourselves as fools, but as we look through some of these things tonight in the Proverbs that say what a fool really is, if we're honest with ourselves, we may have to say, you know what, boy, I'm a fool and I didn't even realize it. Or you may have to say, I'm a fool and I do realize it, but, but because I realize it, that doesn't mean that it's okay. We have to do something about our foolishness. In Proverbs 29, 11, it says a fool gives full vent to his anger. Well, that's what a fool does. But if we don't want to be foolish, well, then what should we do? Well, it says a wise man holds it in check. Now, if we're seeking to live for the Lord, if we're men and women of God, then our desire should not be to live in foolishness. It should not be to give a foolishness our full vent. We should not give in to that and let that control us, but rather we should say, okay, God, I need some help because I want to keep my, my anger in check. I want to be one who is considered wise. And part of being wise is, is being able to keep our anger in check. And that might need to be our prayer. Uh, some of you may struggle with anger more than others. I don't know who's watching this. I don't know what you struggle with or what you don't. But, but even if you don't struggle with anger, well, we still need this to be our prayer. God, help me to keep that anger in check. If it's something I'm not struggling with now, then God, thank you for giving me the power to overcome that, but help me to continue to overcome that. For others who are watching this, maybe you give full vent to your anger on a daily basis. Well, that's not, that's not acceptable. That's not what God desires of us. That's not the kind of man or kind of woman that God wants us to be. He wants us to be wise men and women that keep our anger in check for the good of ourselves and for the good of his kingdom. Because when we uh, are wise and when we keep ourselves in check, then, then we will have a much better opportunity to reach people for his kingdom. Let's look at another verse. Proverbs 14 verse 16. A wise man is cautious and turns from evil but a fool is easily angered and is careless. Now, very similar to the other verse here. All of these verses about foolishness have a lot of similarity to them. Uh, there's some contrast, as we, seen, as we saw in the first verse, uh, Proverbs 29, 11, it talks about the way a fool acts, but then it goes to talk about how the wise should act. And then in this verse, it's the same, although it starts with the wise here and finishes with the fool. A wise man is to be cautious and to turn from evil. Now, if we know that we are easily angered, if we know that we easily may do foolish things, well, then we need to take extra caution, and that is wisdom. When we say, okay, I know this is a weakness. I know this thing is going to set me off. I know this thing is probably going to lead to some foolish decisions and foolish things that I do, so therefore I'm going to be cautious when I do A so I don't give in to B. And we need to have a little cautiousness in our life. And that, the Bible would call wisdom. If we are cautious, we are wise. But if we are not cautious, it says a fool is easily angered and is careless. When we're not cautious and we give in to our foolishness, we make careless decisions. We do things that, that, that most often harm us, but not only us, 
they harm other people around us because they uh, they experience our foolishness and the consequences of our foolishness and they experience our anger and the consequences of our anger and so we have to fight against foolishness because that foolishness may be our natural inclination that may be what's in our heart but we need to seek God for wisdom to overcome that foolishness so the foolishness doesn't overcome us Proverbs 18 2 a fool does not delight in understanding but only wants to show off his opinions now this is a good one for us to consider especially in today's age of social media when it's very easy for us to get our opinions out and we all have opinions no matter what you talk about you have an opinion who's the greatest NFL quarterback of all time is it Tom Brady is it Peyton Manning well you would have some people who would argue one and you would have some who would argue another and you would have still others who would even throw other names of the hat oh don't forget about Joe Montana hey what about Drew Brees there are all these different people who have different opinions about who's the best NFL quarterback now that's just one example but that 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 example would cover every area of our life because no matter what we are talking about we all have an opinion as to what is right and what is wrong you don't believe me get on Facebook you will get to see just about everybody's opinion about everything all the time on there and the proverb says that a fool doesn't delight in understanding he doesn't care about learning things knowing things doing the right thing but a fool only wants to show off his opinion well we need to check ourselves do we fall into that category do we really care about other people do we really care about understanding God's Word do we really care about understanding situations and things that go on in our world or do we just want to get our opinion out do we not even really care what the other people say we don't care what argument they make we don't care how sound their argument may be we don't care how sound the Word of God may be have we already made up our opinion and it doesn't matter what the rest of the world says or what the rest of the world thinks we just try to find things that go along with our opinion well oftentimes that may be the case we we tend to like our opinions because we think that they are correct but the Bible would say that that's what a fool does we don't want to fall into that trap we don't want to be one who just shows off our opinion but doesn't care about what is true and what is right we want to be one who is wise we want to be one who does care about what is true and what is right and even if we may not want to admit it there are times when your opinion is not right there are times when you're wrong now that's hard to admit I know it's probably hard for you to admit it's hard for me to admit it's hard for us to admit that we are wrong but there are times in life that we are and maybe being a fool is one of those times that we need to admit that we're wrong maybe you see some of these things we're talking about tonight and you realize boy I'm pretty foolish I'm a fool and maybe you need to admit all right I am a fool that's the first step in the process praise the Lord if these verses we look at and other verses in scripture convict you and you feel like you're a fool you feel like you're living in foolishness well praise the Lord that's the first step now the next step is to do something about that foolishness and to replace it with wisdom that comes from God let's read a little further Proverbs 28 26 the one who trusts in himself is a fool but one who walks in wisdom will be safe now I would imagine that everybody watching this you want to live in safety you want to live uh, in good decisions let's say 
Well, if you're living in foolishness, you can't be saved. But it says here, the one who trusts in himself is a fool. Well, oftentimes the way, reason we get into our foolishness is because we think too highly of ourselves and our opinions that we just talked about. And when we think too highly of ourselves, boy, that opens the floodgates for all kind of things to occur. We get ourselves in all kind of bad situations because of our foolishness. But it says the one who walks in wisdom will be saved. So if you want to get out of all those consequences that come from foolishness, all the anger that may bowl up, all the, the, the relationships that may be destroyed, and all the things that may be going on in your life as a result of your foolishness, well, the way to get away from that, as we've seen throughout these Proverbs so far, is to walk in wisdom. If we walk in wisdom, we'll walk in the safety and security of the Lord. If we, if we walk in foolishness, we are going to walk in the ways of the world that are going to lead to destruction and that are going to lead to any safety at all, but are going to continue to lead to chaos in our lives. So what do we do about it? If we look at our life and we say, boy, I'm living in foolishness and I don't want to be there. I see that my foolishness is getting the better of me and I'm tired of it. I'm ready to do something about it. Well, the answer is simple, but it's not always simple to do. We've already seen the answer. It's to walk in wisdom. But to walk in wisdom will really require us to seek the Lord and say, Okay, God, I need you to help take control of my heart and my actions and my attitude, dear Lord. And I need you to convict me and I need you to be with me because, God, I'm tired of living in the way of foolishness and I'm ready to live in the way of wisdom. Paul says in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 15, Pay careful attention then to how you walk, not as unwise people, but is wise. So, if you see that there's a problem in your life, that there's foolishness that's going on, if we recognize those things in, in our life, then we need to pay attention to those things and not walk as fools, not walk as the unwise, as Paul would say, but we need to walk as those who are wise. So when we see verses like these, these are a good opportunity for us to check ourselves and say, okay, let me gauge my life by some of the things that these verses, plus many other verses that are found in Scripture, and particularly in the Proverbs, what do they say? And when I compare my life and my actions and my heart, not even maybe the things that are outward, but the things that are inward, when I compare those things with those Scriptures, what side do we fall on on the scale? Do we fall on the side of, of foolishness? Or do we fall on the side of wisdom? Well, only you can answer that question because only you know your heart. But the only way to answer that question is to know what God's Word says about wisdom and to know what God's Word says about foolishness. We may not think the things that we are doing are foolish, but a quick read of God's Word may reveal to us that they are. And if we realize that we're living in foolishness and we're honest with ourselves, then we need to repent and say, Okay, God, I'm tired of being a fool. I'm tired of living that way. But God, I want to live in wisdom. So where do we find wisdom? Where is wisdom found? Well, Paul tells us in 1 Corinthians 1.24, Yet to those who are called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ is God's power and God's wisdom. Now, I would encourage you to read 1 Corinthians chapter 1, especially that passage there where it talks about wisdom and foolishness, because there Paul tells us what wisdom really is. Wisdom is found in Jesus Christ and Christ alone. You're not going to find wisdom in the world. That's what Paul was talking about in that passage. What the world looks, uh, looks to and thinks is wise is really foolishness. What the world thinks is foolishness is really wise. 
you look at things of the world and many people of the world that, that don't believe in God, that don't read God's word, they'll tell you all these things about the world that are that are good and that are wise and this is the way you should do things and this is the thing you should trust and we're the ones you can listen to. We'll give you, we'll give you truth, we'll give you knowledge, we'll give you wisdom. But those are only worldly things. That's only worldly wisdom because what people of this world, many people at least, are doing is they're not looking to God at all. And when they do look to God, they look to God as foolishness. When they look to the Bible, they say, boy, that's a, that's, that's a bunch of foolishness. All that stuff about Jesus being crucified, that's a bunch of foolishness. And that's what Paul addresses here in 1 Corinthians 1. He says, yeah, what the world thinks is, is wisdom is foolishness. But what the world thinks is foolishness, the cross of Christ crucified, is God's power. And that's God's wisdom. And for those of us who see that, when we see through the darkness, when we see the light, boy, our eyes are open. That's what Paul was talking about in Ephesians chapter 5. I read for you verse 15. But in the verses before, he, he tells the people to pay attention. He's making this, this argument saying, look, don't live in the darkness, but live in the light. Let your eyes be open to what is good and what is evil. Now, that's paraphrasing there, but go back and read Ephesians chapter 5. And Paul is kind of making a similar point here in 1 Corinthians. He's saying, look, these people who think they're living in wisdom, worldly wisdom, their eyes are closed. They're not seeing what's, what's really truth. It hadn't been revealed to them. What's really wisdom is the cross of Jesus Christ and Christ crucified. And that's where we get wisdom from today. If you're struggling in foolishness, then you come to the wisest one that there, ever be, there has ever been. You come to the Lord. You seek his wisdom. And his wisdom is Jesus Christ. And it may not seem like much to the world, but when you come to Jesus Christ and you put your faith in him and you begin to follow him, boy, your eyes are open. And instantly you begin to see how good God's way is and you begin to realize just how bad your way was. Now when we read through God's word, when our eyes have been opened and we've come to the cross of Jesus Christ, boy, we recognize our foolishness. Now coming to Jesus may not... Uh, make our foolishness disappear. I wish it would. There are times that I say and do foolish things that, boy, I really regret and I'm ashamed of. I wish that when we came to Christ, our foolishness would just disappear and go away. But it doesn't. That temptation still comes. That desire is still there. But through Jesus Christ, we can overcome those temptations to give in to our anger. Uh, we can overcome our foolishness. We don't have to live in that way. We don't have to try to make the focus be on ourselves and, and our opinions and what we think is right. But we lay down all of those things that we once thought were good about ourselves, all that pride that we had. And when we come to Jesus Christ, we lay that down at the foot of the cross and say, Look, God, I'm no longer going to trust in my way and my opinions. I'm going to trust in your way in Jesus Christ. And when we do that, when we do that, when we come to Jesus Christ, we find out what wisdom is. And wisdom is is how you combat foolishness. Wisdom is how you overcome foolishness. And that wisdom that we need to overcome the foolishness in our life is only found in Jesus Christ. I hope you're finding that wisdom tonight, and I hope you will tr trust him and seek him to help you overcome the foolishness that may be in your life. Let's pray. God, we come to you, and I thank you for these good words. And dear Lord, maybe it reveals some things to us tonight and all that we have read uh, about our own lives. God, maybe there's some foolish things in our life that shouldn't be there, things that we shouldn't do. And I pray, God, that you would help us to overcome that foolishness with Jesus Christ. Give us the strength to do it, God. Uh, just convict us and help us to know and see when those things are in our life, God. 
Help us to be free of that burden that our foolishness brings, not just to us and the anger that it may bring in our life, but to those around us, dear Lord. Let us, let us overcome those things and live a life of peace and freedom that comes through Jesus. I ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us for today's service. To learn more about Jesus, call or text Pastor Shan at 601-657-0180 or email him at shanvn at me.com. You can also visit us at www.enterprisebaptist.church or follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash ebcliberty. We hope that you have been blessed by today's service.